Lori here, and welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Grab a cup of tea and let's spend some time together. My co-host Rhonda and I are ordained ministers working together at Life Center Church. We are leaders, wives, moms, and longtime friends. In this podcast, we hope to share some meaningful moments from our lives, everything from lessons we've learned the hard way or how to rise up in the midst of obstacles and insecurities. We will encourage you to take risks and remind you that you are deeply loved and completely worthy. Let's awaken life's most amazing moments together. Get together and do this. I know. It I is. just love it. In our new offices. I know. Just right? <laughs> We're in new offices. Oh my gosh. So <gasps> we work together. We have the privilege of working together and not even on our own suggestion. Crazy. Uh, you know, one of our one of our staff came and said, hey, we need to move your offices. We're doing some renovations. And here's what I'm thinking of doing. I'm gonna build you and Rhonda new offices in the back corner with these gorgeous windows with a view of nature. And we're side awesome. by side, we're all, all by ourselves, but we're side by side, and it is so fun. Yeah, we're having way too much fun. We work, but we also can go all day and not even see each other. Yeah, because we we're little workhorses. But we really it's nice are. when I walk out of my office, I'm like, oh hi, Laura, there you are. Yeah, it's I great. know. It's not like we're sitting having coffee all day Sadly. making podcasts. We actually literally work a little bit too hard sometimes we have to stop and like say hi yeah. and have a conversation exactly we're like oh my gosh I have so much to get done well how are you doing how are you doing how's this week been okay it's been so good but I have to be honest I have a really sore lip what's wrong um okay we love the sun so much and I completely burnt my lip I have never burnt my lip before so I usually like sunburnt sunburned it I usually suntan or in my pool with lipstick on oh and I must not have, it is so swollen. Oh, no. Like, so swollen. I'm actually obsessed a little bit with touching my lip. I, I don't even know what to do. Okay. I've tried everything. I've done coconut oil. I've done, it is so sore, and it's still so swollen. Okay, that's hilarious. It's really funny. That's and everyone's really making fun funny. of me at my house because <laughs> it's so fat. Like, my lip is so big, and I'm, like, touching it all the it time. Hurts. It hurts. I wonder if it's going to peel. Ew. Oh, oh no. It's a love lipstick. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna exfoliate. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get all these comments on what to do now. Watch people are gonna give me all these remedies. Sunburnt lips. Sunburnt lips. But no, I've been putting on like aloe and all natural stuff, but if it peels gross. Oh well. My lip conditioner has SPF in it, so I never burn my lips. My lips never burn. Okay, this is a this yeah. is a note to myself. There you go. I need to go get that, but yeah. I've never had that happen to me before. Wow, that's so funny. Weird. That's really funny. Anyways, that's a random, random piece of information. So funny. So funny. Well, I'm overseeing this landscaping project this week at the church, <laughs> which is really funny because I don't know anything about landscaping. <laughs> that's at why I'm laughing. All. I don't even know how to keep any plants alive, so I'm a little bit overwhelmed with, um, you know, all, all of these plants and the names of these plants. And it's, it's quite an overwhelming project. We have a giant property here and we're getting, you know, anyways, it's much needed, definitely much needed, but I really just hope I can keep them alive. I'm going to have to literally come to work twice a day for the next, like, well, I don't even know how long and make sure they're watered. And <laughs> That's true. Are you in charge yeah. of the watering too? Well, I don't know because everyone's on holidays. Like I'm literally... On my own. Everyone's I can help you. Home. I can take a couple shifts. Okay. Maybe I'll have you do one day and I'll do one day. 
I might, I might wear like, yeah, it'll be perfect in the sun. You and I are in charge of watering the plants. We love to be out in the sun. We're like, oh, I'll go water the plants. Yeah, yeah, totally. So anyway, so we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Hopefully. I'm going to need God's help though, honestly, because I, it's his plants. So he's yeah. going to have to give me the inspiration too. He will. For how to keep them alive. And if it makes you feel better, it looks beautiful. Oh, You've done a great gorgeous. job picking all this. Well, I didn't well, pick it all. I didn't pick it. I had a professional come in and But you probably together. said that yes, but yeah, no, not really. Not I, don't know, I don't know anything about plants. Yeah, I true. can't even pick them. I don't know anything about plants at all. I don't know the names of any plants. Anyway. Well, they look beautiful. It'll be, it'll be good. Yeah, they will be good. So, yeah. Well, speaking about plants and growing. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to slip topics here about growing. Go. Yeah. What do you want to talk about today? We should talk about fasting because oh. we are doing our 21 days of prayer and fasting leading up to our revival nights. Right. But we are doing prayer and fasting. And fasting, I find that to be, like, I find that intimidating. As much as I've been in ministry and I'm a pastor, I find fasting really hard. Okay, well, tell me why. Why do you find fasting hard? Like, what is it? Well, I think it's comfort. I love my food and I love okay. I love comfort. Like, okay. not even just food. I think it's it really challenges leading into discomfort. Right. Is exactly what fasting's meant to do. Okay. And it's like something I don't I don't like. Okay. I, I just don't like it. I don't think I realize that about you that you like love your comfort. Mm -hmm. Like you really love and value your comfort. Yeah. Because okay. I'm a risk taker. I do a lot of things yeah, that would seem not, but there's my everyday life. Yeah. Things that I like. Yeah. Things that you know whether it's my coffee first thing in the morning, whatever it may be, yeah. whatever it may. Just be. your little comforts. My little comforts. Your little goats that you look forward to. That's usually what fasting is. You sacrifice not just food. You sacrifice. For me, it's often my leisure stuff or things that I just, I love. Mm -hmm. Because that's what fasting is. You're fasting for someone you love more. Yeah. Is how much you love. So I think we should talk about fasting today. Because okay. it's actually something you love. I do love fasting. And you're a, actually a mentor <laughs> that I feel a mentor to me in fasting. Yeah. Because even as I'm talking, I'm realizing... I don't fast as often as I probably should. Right, right. And not that it's a guilt or a shame thing, no, but no, I feel no. like that's probably an area of growth in my own life. Mm -hmm. So why don't you talk about fasting? Why, how, why do you love fasting? Why do you love fasting? Why do you love to fast, Lori? <laughs> oh my goodness! I, you know, I, I do, I do love fasting. Like I do, absolutely love fasting, and um, I, you know, for me, it's really about alignment. It really helps me to realign with uh, God. Like just with God and his will for my life. And I think for me, it's just the opposite. Like I, I, I fast because I know that I need it. I actually need to take time to um, stop doing and just being. So fasting for me is a practice of slowing the doing and just being with God. And I, I actually like, I need it. Like it's, um, and when I say needed, I mean that if I, if, if I don't do it or when I don't do it for a long, long time, I become unhealthy. I become unhealthy inside because I just get on the doing wheel and I just ride the doing wheel so hard and so continuously that um, fasting for me, because, okay, so this is kind of how it works. So um, typically I try to fast about four times a year. So once every season I try to fast. And so a fast could look anywhere from like three days up to like typically it's 10 to 21 days, but it could even be three to seven days. So, but typically about 10 days or 10 to 21 days, I'll, I'll take time. Obviously not three, four times a year to fast 21 days, but at least one of those times is to, and so on and so on. Try to do it once every season. Um, 
And then for me, fasting food is really important because I do love food. Again, it, it is a comfort that I love it. So it is a sacrifice to fast it. But also too, when I fast food, my energy is a little bit lower because I'm not eating and because I don't have the energy from food. But it, it also helps me to practice the discipline of slowing. So because I, I literally am physically limited by how much I can do, it literally helps me embrace the discipline of slowing and just practicing being, practicing being with God, practicing the presence of God. And I'm, I'm, I try to be as disciplined as I can when I fast to literally replace my meal times with reading my Bible in those three times of, of day. So when I would normally go to eat something, I would open my Bible and I, and I just try to practice this this literal prayer of God like would you allow your spirit uh, your word to be food to my spirit just as if I was eating a meal right now like just may your word literally give me life and energy to my spirit just as if I was going to be eating and I I just practice that little prayer and then I open my, my Bible and I receive the word the bread the bread of the word of God um and and then I go I go about my day and God's been so faithful like I, I believe with all of my heart that, you know, um, if God's calling you to fast, um, then you are entering into a supernatural experience and, you know, that, that you can pray every single day, like, God, I need energy for, for the day because I don't take time off work to fast. I work every day. I, I go through my regular life. I have all of my regular responsibilities, but I literally pray like, God, I need to have the energy. I need to keep up with my regular responsibilities. And, um, and, and he's faithful. He's so, so faithful to do it. So that's a little bit about, I guess, my motivation for fasting. Uh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful how you articulated that. Boy, it's probably going to be a growth for myself this year as well. Now, I have done the 21 days of fast. I'm not yes, saying I you don't do that fast. every time. We fast yep, and we'll fast like as a, a church yeah, or a fast like Netflix or TV things. or like sugar or things. But yep. I have not done a full out juiced fast. Since I was like younger and we were talking, this is what made us yeah. think about doing this podcast yeah. is when you and I were during this revival services yeah. and I felt during one of the nights, God put on my heart, I want you to fast 40 days, which I, I can't even believe that happened. I was like, okay, not re Like I thought, okay, I'm just going to do like just water and tea. Like literally honey, I had honey in my tea, like herbal yep. and juices. It was a juice fast. Yeah. Yeah. And um, no food yeah. at all. Yeah. And I did that for 40 days. I remember coming back at night and mentioning it to you. And God had told you this felt the same thing. So the two of us were doing it. It was like three days later, though. No, oh, three days. We, we had been in the fast for about three or four days. And we, and hadn't we had each other. No, and we hadn't talked. And I remember, I don't, I, I remember this because, again, that, that was my first time fasting, too. That was in our 20s. And um, I remember it's because we were doing some sort of young adult weekend. And there was food and everything. So we were like, I was around food, but we were really busy doing different things. I, I don't even know what it was, but we were at the church and there was like a big, like some, something happening. And there was like, there, I remember them serving chili <laughs> specifically remember because I was so hungry. Such a good memory for that. And then, anyways, but yeah, we were about three or four days into the fast. And I think we connected because we were still living together, I think at that time. And, um, yeah, you'd said, oh yeah, I felt like God, you know, it, put on my heart to, to do this fast and you know I'm on day four or whatever I'm like oh my gosh I started on the same day like I'm on day four yeah because we we finished I think we were our one fast. day apart I think we were one day apart 
or maybe maybe it was exactly the same. I feel like we both ended our fast On together. The same day? Wow. We had to do stewed tomatoes wow. or something really. Yeah. We read this whole thing of how to yeah. come off the fast. Yeah, yeah. But so that 40 was days. 40 days. Yeah. I can't even believe 40 days. I remember like the end of that fast being like, wow. And it was a supernatural grace. Like, but since then I haven't done like a full out food fast, yeah. like just a juice fast. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, this could so be. So what was that fast? Talk about like that fast for you. What was that? What happened during that fast? What was that like for you, that experience? You know, I don't even know if I really even know the depth. Like when you're fasting, like having done that in such a supernatural time in my life, like everything really changed for me during that season. When I moved to Ottawa, it was like I, God just transformed me again in my life, shed off so many things in my life. So I would say probably one of the greatest things is freedom. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, I had things that bondages that I'd been working through. Not that I haven't, I still don't have things I, I'm working through, oh my goodness. But I feel like it was a breaking of, of those things and a freedom. And I feel like fasting, sometimes you know what it is. And sometimes it's so in the spirit that's happening that you don't often know till way down the road. I look at going into ministry, things that, you know, I was coming into Ottawa and hadn't been in ministry yet. And I think how God even prepared me for ministry, things that he kind of realigned, like you talked about that word realignment. I think all of that happened probably in my 40 days to really bring a preparation for me to be obedient and to just be more in tune with what God was going to ask me to do in the seasons to come. So I probably wouldn't, uh, coming through that fast, I knew I was different. But I don't know if I, I don't feel like after the fast, I could have really articulated what it was. Yeah. But now looking back, when I look at what happened after, how quickly I went into ministry soon after that, and just all the changes that were happening in my own life and stepping into positions I really didn't feel qualified for. Wow. Really didn't feel I had experiences for. I feel like that fast was definitely a preparation and a freedom setting time. Wow. That's almost a launching. Yeah, almost a yeah, that'd be a good way of saying it. A you launching. know what's really interesting is that even in, we see in scripture, right? Jesus gets baptized, then mm. he goes into the wilderness and he fasts for 40 days and he's tempted in the wilderness and then he's launched into his ministry. So that's a very, uh, you know, I wonder if there is something significant about of a launch, a sort of launching. I don't necessarily think every single time you fast, but maybe in a significant, you know, you follow a pattern of Jesus there and, you know, saw a similar, yeah. saw a similar outcome. That's, that's really interesting. Yeah, really, so, really interesting. Yeah, how about for you? Um, yeah, I mean, for me too. I, I, I think I was just in awe um, every single day on the fast that I actually would wake up in the morning. Like, I feel like I went to bed every single night wondering if I was going to wake up in the morning because, like, how do you go forty days without eating? You know, for for me, I don't know if it was the same for you, but for me, um, I remember I did the first 20 days was like I had juice. So I'd had have some juice in the morning and throughout the day I was drinking juice, um, juices and water and tea. And after the first 20 days, my mouth broke out in cankers everywhere from all of it the juice. Did? Yeah. Yeah. From all the like acidic juices. And so I, I couldn't, I couldn't drink juice anymore. Like I was literally like, it felt like a sore throat, but I was literally cankers everywhere. So I couldn't drink juice anymore. So I just went to water. And for the last 20 days, it was just water. You just drank water the last 20 yeah. days? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, just water for the last wow. 20 days. So every day during those last 20 days, I, I literally was like, oh my goodness, like, am I okay physically? You know what I mean? Like, I was so aware of my, my physical body. But every day I woke up and the second my alarm went off, I was wide awake. I had more energy and more clarity in some ways 
when I was fasting than I did before in some ways. Now, I mean, I have to be honest, my energy level was definitely lower than if I'm eating food. So I had to rest more. I had to nap more often. I had to go to bed quite early. I remember going to bed like about eight o'clock, eight or nine o'clock at night so that I could have a little bit more hours of sleep at night because yeah, just what you're not getting in food, you need to get energy somewhere else. So, um, I remember, but yeah, just the, the physical part of like, just being amazed that God's grace literally was so sustaining, like that, that, that spirit is that strong that it can literally sustain the physical body. Um, it was absolutely incredible. And, and when you're fasting, I don't know if you find this, but there's like, you, you almost go into this, this strange supernatural bubble, like you're, you're, you're present, but you're also in this. You feel almost like you're in another realm, like you're kind of, and I mean, I guess part of it is even just physically, your mind is probably a little foggy because you're not eating, but there's just this super, this sense of like a supernatural, you're in this grace bubble, a, a bubble of grace and you're going through your life and, you know, you work every day and you're doing all of your things, but you're like in this other space. It's almost like a cocoon. You're cocooned with, with God and with God's presence and it's so sweet. It's so special and sweet and God's speaking to you. But I agree with you that often the most profound part of the fast is not in the fast itself. It's the result of what comes after of the freedom in areas that you didn't even realize that comes after the, the um, awakening and, and opportunities and the new moments and what God's building in you during that time that you you're not aware of until after and you're in different situations and you're like I'm totally different and I, I'm responding and reacting differently than I ever have before I like so much transformations taking place during that time and you see the result of it after uh, you know I love that Laura and you know when I'm just listening to you talk I think one thing I deeply admire about you is you are a very disciplined person and the fact that you set yourself up to fast four times a year I usually fast when I'm like <laughs> Well, first off, thank goodness the church has two fasts because <laughs> so it forces to. me to fast, which is good. And secondly, I have fasted in my life, not necessarily like a full out food fast for a long period of time. I have done one in the past, uh, in the past, I think three years ago, but it was a desperation. Mm. So I was just in a place where I didn't know what I was to do in a certain like circumstance in my life. I knew that God was calling me to ministry, but I was you know, in a job that I was loving and I just was st really stressed about feeling that next step of obedience. I was stuck. I was stuck in myself and I went on a three-day fast and it, it changed. And when you're saying that, when I think about that, that was four years ago and where I am today, it is quite astounding what a fast can do when you are desperate enough to say, like, I'm not going to eat. Like, I literally, for three days... I, I, and in my fast, it was actually probably one of the hardest things for myself personally I've done. I went away to um, my in-laws home. They were away in Florida. I went for three days and they, they have a beautiful condo. And I felt like Holy Spirit say to me, no, you don't get free reign. You're going to go in one room. I spent the entire what? fast in a small room, a small bedroom with a tiny little TV with VHS and I watched revival tapes of um, all the revivalists of the time from, 
you know, years ago, like all of them. It was like a God's generals. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt I was yeah. studied the God's generals and the Bible. So oh every hour I would watch a God's general and then not every hour, but I would watch yeah, yeah. a God's general. And then for the next hour, I'd read my word and I would just journal and pray. And I literally had a routine of like worship, but I was in a room and I felt like God just put on my heart. Like I want to confine you. Like I want to literally suffocate out of you yourself like that sounds so crazy the first 24 hours I literally thought I wasn't gonna make it like I know it sounds so silly but I was like I I would feel like I was gonna crawl out of of like off the walls I I was like I didn't go outside I had the kettle I just made herbal tea no like all by myself in the room just the bathroom and back that's all I did and stayed in this room Slept in the room, stayed in the room. That's all I did. And I felt like I only went for a half an hour walk every night. That was it. At nighttime around the neighborhood. And it changed. I came out of that place changed. I got a hold of God in that time. And the the weeping and the word of God, the love for the word of God was rekindled. And I feel like even going my call, like coming back into ministry, it just, I love that word you use. I feel like that is actually a pivotal word for fasting. It realigned. It realigned my heart to the Lord's prayer like, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Align myself with your word. Not you align yourself with my will. Your will be done on earth in my life. Like your will, stamp out. And that was a three-day fast that really did change my life. And I, I haven't done that one since, but we've talked about that. That it really has been, that to me is probably how I've done fasting in my life where it's been desperate or I've really need to get a hold of God or I've really felt like I've gotten really like dull, whatever it may be. That word, that's a word that's just coming to me. I feel dull that it kind of reawakens and realigns my heart. But I love that you are so disciplined in your own life that you actually know that you need it enough to build that into your spiritual practice. That that's probably like, thank goodness the church does that naturally for us. But I feel like even in having this podcast, I feel like that's probably something God's even to have that little encounter with God again every year that I set that apart you know that for me I had to be confined because my personality is a doer and it really is about that of just being like you are actually my living bread like you're actually it and um so that would probably be a profound moment of fasting that I have done in my life 40 days and that being about four years ago uh but I'm being challenged even as we're talking to be like, I probably need to build that spiritual practice into my life a bit more intentionally, not just when I'm like, okay, this is a desperate time. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. No, that's really good though. I like how you use the example though, even a three day, because with fasting, just like with anything with faith, it's not so much about quantity as it is about obedience and as it is about quality. Like actually, you know, when you open up the Bible, it's not like when you've read 10 chapters you know, in your, in your devotion time that you're, you know, you get a pat on the back because you've read 10, but it's actually, have you allowed the words to transform you? You know, you can meditate on one scripture. And if you allow that scripture to transform you, that's the purpose. And it's the same with fasting. It's not like you have to go, it, you know, it's go big or go home. Um, I I've only done a 40 day fast. I think one other time, like that's, it is a very extreme like a very, very extreme and you need to feel called by God and given given the grace to do it every day. And if you stop before 40 days because you don't have the energy or the grace to do it or you pass out or something, then like 
you know, that's no shame. Like that's, you have to listen to your body. Like you have to have the physical, like, I don't want you to hear us saying, go fast 40 days, you know, water Oh, I've only done that when I was 21. So yeah, yeah. Be careful. Like be careful. We want it. We want you to hear, like, be careful with that. Cause that's a physical thing and everybody's different physically and all of that. Not everyone can fast food. No, not everyone can fast food. You know, if you're diabetic, you cannot fast food. That's not an option for you. So so yeah, so but um but yeah, it it do, it's not about like how long. It's not, you know, doesn't show more commitment or more discipline. It really is just about being obedient to what God is calling you to do. I recently also did a 3-day fast um in a similar way. Like I went away alone. Oh my gosh, like it was profound. So yeah, so it was a fast of like of food, but it was also a fast of all TV, social media, my phone. Um, you know, and it was just a time with God and worship and that's it. Nothing else. I didn't do anything. And after three days, I was like, what? Oh no, it was two days. It was 48 hours. I, after 48 hours, I was like, what did I just do for 48 hours? And it was the most incredible 48 hours of my life. But I was like, how did I fill the time? I even got up at five o'clock in the morning. I didn't even sleep in. Like I felt like, nope, that's it's, this isn't about like, this isn't about extra rest. This is actually about like seeking God, seeking God. So I got up at five o'clock in the morning and I, I, it was, it was insane. Like it was insanely profound and transforming, like yes. transforming. Yeah. So, oh, I just, there's a part of me that wishes we could do that kind of thing all the time because it really is oh, it was, it's so, so significant. Yeah. It's, it's so precious. significant, but yeah, I love that. I think for me, like when I'm looking at the spiritual fasting, yeah, it's, it's exactly like you were saying, like, it's not about the quantity the quantity but the quality but I feel like they're like you saying the intentionality to be like I need this because we don't necessarily gravitate to those things right so I love I love that you've you've done that in your life and it is like when you're doing it it's not about the time that you do but that you do it yes like you know like you said some are 10 some are three some are but it's like what you feel at that time and what you really feel you can also do sometimes if your family is like super busy you may be able to do a day even a yep. day, yep. like, but whatever you're feeling, yep. or it might be a season where you don't watch TV and you just yep. study your Bible. It could be you put away your books. Yes. Like fasting doesn't have to always look like food. I know for me, um, that's a very important part that it has an element to that, but there's also a part of what I allow to distract and to numb yeah. that God often goes to too in my fasting. So I love that you talked a little bit about obedience as well. Yeah. So I think when you're approaching fasting that it's not just, it is not just food. It often has an element of food because there is a comfort associated with that. And we're to lean into discomfort to receive the bread of life mm-hmm. to see like you are yeah. actually my sustenance. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is a food requirement. Sometimes that's a really incredible discipline thing to do for a period of time. But it also is about the distraction, about the quality of time you're spending with God. You could be fasting food and spending time during your meals, but if you're not giving the quality of God in that season, yeah, and you're just going back and it's like you're still distracted with doing everything yeah. you need to do, that's not yeah. what fasting is meant to be too. Totally. Not just food, not just your time. It's all of it working together to be like this cocoon time yeah. when you're like, you're my sustenance in my emotion, spirit, soul, mind, and body. You're my sustenance. That's what fasting is. And so, you know, when I look at fasting, I've tried to choose fastings that kind of hit all those things. I love that. You know, that it does the spirit, soul, mind, and body, that my fasting what are encompasses you looking, all of that. What are you looking to for comfort that you need to actually find in God? Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's really what good. What food, what emotional, my yeah, time, numbing out. Mind, yeah. yeah. All of it. Yeah. Wow. So I think yeah. that's important components in a fast yeah. to consider 
when you're fasting. And to yeah. be realistically, we're talking about, we're not talking about doing that, for, like what you mentioned, but start small, start in a baby step and ask Holy Spirit. Yeah. I want to be intentional. We yeah. have 21 days coming. What does that look like for yeah. you in the 21 days? We want to challenge you. And I'm challenging myself as I'm even sitting here, like I'm sitting beside a disciplined faster. I am not so much a disciplined faster, but I'm thinking, you know, that's another, God, how can you even increase that yeah. for me in my life? Yeah. Not just to go to what I've done the yeah. past 21 days, but yeah. to say, okay, God, is there something more you're wanting me to do here? I, so. You know, even as I think about, uh, oh, God is just so good. Even as I think about, you know, coming into August and um, starting the 21 days of fast and the 21 days literally ends in the five days of revival services, prayer, prayer walk. Like imagine as we are setting our comfort aside to seek God for that whole time and then ending wow in those revival services like even just personally oh. for our lives like a personal revival in our hearts and our lives like it's gonna be so good so good it's gonna be so good because what god has ahead for oh. us too like we said it's not just yeah, what no he obviously does things in a fast that you need immediate answers or you need clarity or you need peace but it's what's to come yes so i feel like what is coming that yeah. this is kind of strategically yeah happening yeah. before a ministry launch before you know we're just god's growing us in so many different ways but you realize we actually need a fast yeah. we need it too yeah to uh yeah to expand it i feel grow. like we're not gonna have enough seats Laura. i feel like we're not gonna have enough seats i believe you <laughs> it's gonna be crazy we call it out we actually are calling out the words that we will not have enough seats and it's summer so we can just air it outside Oh, I love that. Just air it outside. Let's put on the speakers and we'll yeah. air it outside. I'm happy to host outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always happy to host outside. Yes. Oh, gosh. You know, one of the things that just from a practical standpoint, you know, I remember when we did our 40 day, uh, 40 day fast. I don't know if you had any fasting low points, but um, like it's not easy. It's oh, not it's easy. Not. And I just want to encourage you if you ever, if you are praying about going on a long fast, I want to give you a little bit of fasting tips for, you know, how to do it. So, you know, when you first start your first couple of days, you're probably going to be okay, but you're likely going to have a headache. So you're probably going to have a headache for a couple of days because your body's literally detoxifying from all the things it's used to having. Um, a couple of days later, so like probably two, three days, you'll have a headache. The headache will go away eventually. Uh, by the time you get to day three, four, you'll start to feel weak. And so uh, your mind is going to tell you, you need to stop because it's not healthy. You're not eating. Your mind is going to tell you over and over and over again, you shouldn't be doing this because your body's literally screaming for food. It wants food and you're hungry. You're going to have hunger pains all the time. Like there's going to be a lot of hunger pains and all of that. Um, five, day five and six are kind of your crossover days and everyone's a little bit different, but five, if you can get past day five and six, that's your crossover day. So usually when I plan a long fast, I usually try to plan about day three, four, and five to come on the weekend so that I do have a little bit more time to rest. I am going to need to take breaks through the day. I'm going to have to have a nap in the afternoon. I'm going to have to lie down. I'm going to have to be able to sit down if I'm getting a little bit lightheaded or just feeling off. And, you know, juice is going to help you if you if you do choose to have juice. Juice will help, you know, just keep a little bit of that sugar uh, component up. But, um, but yeah, you're going to have day five and six are going to be the hardest, the hardest day. Once you cross over though, 
it, you'll cross over and all of a sudden you go into this different realm because now all of your digestive system is starting to shut down. You're not going to have as much hunger pains. Yes, you still will probably once a day, but you, you, you it's not going to be constant and you're not going to feel sick anymore. You won't feel as physically weak as you did in the first week. So, so I just encourage you, like you got to get through that first seven days. You have, you got to kind of push through that first seven days. Once you get through that first seven days, you really should be fine. And if you're, if you are juicing, if you're going to juice and um, have juicing as a component, like you'll have enough energy with juice to be able to go through your day, to be able to continue working. I mean, at the time I did the 40 day fast the first time I had an extremely physical job. I mean, demanding physical job. I was a teacher grade. What I had to have my brain. I was, it was physical. I was up all day. So yeah, like it, 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 you can do it. You actually can do it, but you have to overcome your mind will constantly be telling you, you need to eat. What are you doing? This is crazy. Your, your mind will, and you have to overcome that part in order to kind of push past to get to the second phase. Once you get to the second phase, you'll actually start to feel really, really good because now you're, you're giving your actual organs and your digestive system, you're giving it all a break and you'll start to actually feel amazing. You'll feel, you'll feel good. This is really healthy for your body. It's really healthy for your, all of your intestinal tract. One of the weird things and sorry, TMI, but you will still use the bathroom every day, which is bizarre. Like how you can, you know, almost every day you'll probably still go because your literal whole intestinal tract's being cleaned out. So it's super, super healthy. You have to drink tons of water though. Tons and tons and tons of water. Be drinking all day. Stay really, really, really hydrated. But yeah, those, those are, are great tips. A couple of tips for, for the beginning. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be neat to see everyone's journey and yeah, what everyone, and yeah. if you, if you see us, yeah. tell us, yeah. yeah, tell us how you're doing yeah. it, what God is speaking yeah. to you and like, if you're going to be fasting and yeah. we want to encourage you and we're going to be doing the same. Yeah. We're going to be tr asking God to help us too. But I remember this one low to point. I remember oh, no. this one low point that I had in the fasting. <laughs> I don't remember where it happened, maybe like around day 25 or something. And I was just, I was just like the habit of not eating just start you you start to miss the habit of eating you just miss it like you miss it and i remember um we had made you were you were there we were there you, you had made this delicious meal for uh j and j that night and it was like a a chicken broccoli do you remember that chicken broccoli I do. dish that you yes. used to make actually i still make it do you still make that well anyway it's delicious like a saucy yeah delicious over rice yeah, yeah. And, um, so the, we fed the, we fed, we fed our husbands and then, we, um, we did yeah. Eat. And then, and so, and there was a little leftover and I was dumping it into the trash. I was emptying the plate and dumping it in the trash. And <laughs> I'm not joking. I was leaning over the trash can and, and I actually picked some of the food out of the trash can and I like put it up to my mouth and I was going to eat it. Like it was like literally just a low point. I, was, I literally picked it up. I just put it in, I picked it up and I was like smelling it and I was going to eat it. You were so <laughs> desperate. I was like, and then I was like, no, Picking it's it out okay. of the garbage. I know. <laughs> I, I put it back and I did it, but I was like, okay, that was a real low point. <laughs> that, is, that is a pretty low point. And it would have made you so sick. Can you imagine? Oh yeah. It's coming off a of fast like that. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. No, I remember one time. Okay, that's a very funny story. You've never <laughs> told me that one. I remember, though, I think it was like day, like we're in our 30s. Like it was coming near the end. And I was I was very athletic to begin with. But I remember I felt like my stomach was eating me. Like I was at the end. Yeah, like it was yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah. Like I was like day 36, yeah. 37, like yeah. coming to the end. Yeah. I don't know if I could have done day 41. I remember the stewed tomatoes. I think it was stewed tomatoes. It was stewed tomatoes, the first meal. Just meal. the excitement. 
all day food? and popcorn. Oh, you wanted popcorn. Popcorn, which is so weird. Yeah. But I remember the weird cravings I had, like we were coming yeah. off the fast, but yeah. I have never tasted something so good. <laughs> I remember the two of us were eating. I was just like, I just oh. was savoring. I was eating something solid. Oh, yeah. 40 days of not... Anyways, that's the only time I've ever done that. You've done it since, but I have never done that since. But the biggest point of our whole talk about about fasting is, yeah, just take that step of obedience and yeah, ask yeah. God what that is. Spirit, yeah. soul, mind, and body, how can you encompass all that into your fast to cocoon yourself and to lean in, to be hungry for God in a fresh way, to awaken your heart? Because uh, that's what he wants to do. Yeah. And we need it. Yeah. So I love, I love how disciplined you are in that word. And I just feel like that spoke to me today that, that's a very strong practice in your spirituality because it is about saying, I know I need this. Yeah. And I won't always naturally do it. Yeah. But I need it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. And we all do. We all need it for different reasons. Yeah. That that was the reason for me. And, um, you know, for me, even coming out of that very first initial fast, um, I feel like I, I feel like this is all just making sense to me now. But I God had set me free from so many things coming out of that first fast in our 20s. And, you know, the connection between all the things that God had set me free from really was indulgence. Like there was this overindulgence in my lifestyle, in everything, in ev anything I did. In anything I did, I kind of overindulged in it. Some things that's for the good, but a lot of things that's unhealthy. Like I, w I was overindulgent in eating. I was overindulgent in spending. I was overindulgent even in in how I spent my time. I didn't spend my time wisely. I was just indulgent in the things I wanted to do or how I was spending my time. And I feel like coming out of that fast, like God really set me free from that. And I actually became a disciplined person. Like I, I just had a more a moderate point, like a, a, an ability to be more moderate about everything in my life. I could, I could have great things, good things, things I loved, but in a moderate way, not in an indulgent way that I was always in excess, excessive everything. And, um, yeah, that was, that, that really changed. It changed how I, I lived my life. And so that's been like 20 years ago mm -hmm. and my, my life's been different because of that, because I was, because God it was set me free from that. And I didn't even know, I actually didn't even know going into the fast, that that was a stronghold in my life. I didn't even know that. I wasn't even aware of that. I wasn't aware of that connection. I wasn't aware, but I knew after I came out of the fast, I was different. I knew that I, I had a different relationship with food. I knew that I had a different relationship with spending, which was so interesting. And that was random, so random, but I had a different relationship with how I saw money and how I spent money. I had a different relationship with even how I spent my time. And um, yeah, it just, some of those things really shifted for me. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. It's really mm -hmm. powerful. Mm -hmm. But I think that is one of the great results of fasting. Mm -hmm. You know, it does address kind of those, like all of that excess in our life, whatever is excessive in our life, because it is, a, a, um, you know, it's it's a taking away, right? It's uh, doing by taking something away, by stopping to do something. And um, and God talks about only some things can come through prayer and fasting. Oh, I love that. There, it's true. Like there is actually scripture that yeah. it's biblical to say only something. So, you know, we right. can get, we can do all the things in our lives that are just beautiful for God and to press into God. But there is a component that fasting does that is supernatural. Yeah. So it really is a supernatural calling. Yeah. Like calling to a supernatural yeah. place in your life when you yeah. fast yeah. and to be able to move greater in the supernatural too. Yeah. In authority and power and clarity and wisdom and yeah. freedom which is supernatural to be set free. Mm -hmm. But I, I do love that. 
uh, prayer and fasting. Yeah. So really good. Really good. There have been times too where, where I've, I've started a fast, but God's grace wasn't there for it. So whether Mm. that was just my own, uh, you know, I was doing it on my own, or maybe I had my own selfish motive for, for trying that. Maybe I wanted to get something. I don't, I don't know exactly why, but I have started fast and I just, there, there hasn't been a grace. Mm. There hasn't been a physical grace and I haven't been able to do it. And so it, you know, it's not always and every time you really do have to follow kind of that, that whisper of the Holy Spirit on your heart to, to step into it and really ask him for the timing, really ask him for the timing. He'll tell you. And often when he says today's the day, you're like, Oh, darn it. I have lunch planned with a friend. Like it does. Exactly. Not it's never, no, it's never convenient because <laughs> it requires sacrifice. Yeah, you're literally like, Oh, shoot but yeah you just go and have lunch anyways and just have water just have water just <laughs> have an extra maybe lemon in your water yeah 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 i'm just so, gonna go all out i'll have two lemons please that's right that's no, right i love it that's great yeah that's a good chat today about fasting i think it's something we i'm glad we talked about today that's, that's good. good that's good that's yeah. good well friends we want you to know that there's more in you than you could ever possibly realize and that you are worthy of love bye bye Thank you for listening to the Awakening Moments podcast today. Like or subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Lori Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. May you be awakened to the moments that matter the most.